So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. We're going to be chatting today um, about sort of staying on top of mind, building your brand through consistent content creation, relationship marketing, referral marketing, anything from pop buys to remaining a consistent presence on social media. What we're really talking about today is how the fuck do you stay in front of everybody without always having to like hit them over the head with your lockbox because you can't always um, be selling your business. If you are always selling your stuff, your friends are gonna stop asking to go out to dinner or hang out on the weekends, but that doesn't mean you stop communicating with them. So what we're really chatting about today is branding and consistent communication to the same audience over time through multiple channels. And that's what we really wanna focus on today. So I get an email from these two chicks um, <laughs> called uh, from Connect Social Pop. and. Uh, this is what they do for a living. And they're going to share a lot of their uh, tips with us today. And we're going to go through sort of how you do that because I get all asked all the time. The answer is no, you don't need to always be talking about real estate. You should in some cases, but not all the time because people are going to tune you out no differently than um, the way your financial planner does when he tries to talk to you about IRS uh, stuff. <laughs> or you just want to tune them out. So it's the exact same concept. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guests. Uh, we have Mrs. Uh, Sarah, or is it Miss Sarah Kripe, and Sophia Myers. Why don't you guys, uh, whoever goes first, uh, slowly introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who the fuck you guys are. Hey, I am Sarah Kripe, and my partner over here is Sophia Myers, and we created Connect Social Pop to help real estate agents stay top of mind without all the brain damage that comes with it. You know, we just saw that all these agents are coming in and they're like, I'm an agent now. Woo! I'm going to kick ass, take names. And then they're like, oh, I forgot. I have to be a marketing department. I have to be a counselor. I have to be all, you know, wear all the hats. Um, So we created this to help them take one of those hats off and make it simple uh, because you need it. You need it. You can't do all the things. Yep. Nice. Sarah or Sophia, I mean. Hello, I'm the other S, the other S on here. <laughs> Sophia, um, I've loved doing this. It's been a really fun project. You know, we've been working with agents for a couple of years. What we found is, I mean, I don't even know how many agents can take their kids to school or take a shower in the same day. Sometimes it is just <laughs> nonstop, go, go, go. Um, so it's just a really fun and easy way to keep on top of your branding. Um, I can't imagine doing all these listings or all these showings and then have to come home and think of a caption to put on something to talk about, you know, something with real estate or something non-real estate even related, maybe a way to connect with your audience that's maybe just a national holiday or, or a way to, to reach out to them. So we want to find a really fun and simple solution that wasn't just um, a, a virtual, just social media, but also was Popeye. So you're actually going in person and seeing people. You also have an online presence where you have a website where people have all of your information on there. Um, on these websites as well, I mean, they're, they're really fascinating. You have the option to connect an MLS system if you want. Um, you don't have to. But some of these MLSs, it allows people to save searches on your website, allows you to see um, and track what your clients are doing, maybe what types of homes that they're saving or, or whatever they're doing. So um, we like to kind of create multiple ways of people finding you both online, in person, on social media, 
kind of, as you said, hit them over the head in different ways, but top <laughs> of mind. Um, actually, one of the things that we love in all of your episodes is you um, share about how it's it's the realtor's job to, to be remembered. And so our job is to help make that easier and to make that a little bit simpler. Well, most realtors will just, um, regardless of how new you are, people instantly start sending a bunch of content messages, farming and or prospecting a bunch of strangers. But what we're going to chat about today is why you should really be farming your relationships over people you don't know. Main reason for that is because people that you don't know can't refer you business. That'd be like me sending you to a hotel I've never visited before or a restaurant I've never experienced before or any of that. That's just called shady. So how can you market your business to a bunch of strangers? Because the truth is, is that over 80% of business comes from people we already know in life. Uh, not from a website, not from a Zillow, not from lead generation. It comes from the people, relationships we have. So um, you guys really just perfected like, hey, I just stay in front of people and keep reminding them because uh, biggest question we get is, and you guys know this if you're on the treadmill, like how many people in the last three months did you log on to Facebook and they bought or sold without you? And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's not their problem. Um, it's not their problem to remember what you do for a living. It's your job to remind them too. So uh, let's get into it. Let's start with social uh, first. So social media, yeah. um, what type of content should agents be posting and why? Because I thought you should post just listed and just sold posts. Hell no, hell no. So what you're going to want to do with any sort of social media is like you said before, it cannot be all real estate oriented. People get bored, people get pissy. Um, they just start ignoring you. So we always use that 20-80 rule. 20% is only about business. 80% is all the other fun stuff. Get to know you personally. I mean, you don't have to put all the personal stuff on there, of course, but just to engage interest. Um, Sophia has a great way to talk about the top three things that you should be pointing out on social media or categories. Sophia, I'll let you take it. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes when we start looking at our social media platforms, we get a little overwhelmed. Like, where do I even start? Do I want to do market updates? Do I want, how do I want to be as a real estate agent on here? Um, and so what we always suggest is narrowing it down to three things. If you like to do DIYs or you like to do neighborhood spotlights, whatever that is, pick three things to focus on. Let that be kind of what you're taking and, and roll with it. Um, it makes it simpler for you. It makes it simpler for your audience. And then you're also going to get people who want to come back to your page to follow you over the things that you are already talking about. They know that you're always doing you know, tour spotlights, then they're going to want to come back and say, hey, what's new in the neighborhood? What's going on? What do I want to learn about it? Um, and then another really important feature, which is why we love what you do so much with um, with the real estate marketing dude and dudettes, is mm -hmm. that we want to see you on there. Um, videos are in a constant uptrend right now. And the only way to do that is by recording yourself, by having someone record you and putting yourself out there and saying, hey, this is who I am. I'm fun. I'm funky. And, and this is what we're all about. So it's kind of a, a combination between those two. Um, and you still do want to look like an, an expert in your field, you know? So we do have some posts on there that are real estate specific. That's maybe about closing or some, just some interesting facts that you don't know because you want to be an expert in your field. You can always take from those and pull them and make them your own. Um, but always those, those three topics are always a nice place to start. So let's put it in the context, three different things. Uh, I could tell you guys from like video, um, what those could be, uh, just to give you guys some examples. Maybe it's a, um, I like the businesses. That's a, that's a, or always a good one. It gets a lot of shares on social. But I like neighborhood spotlights too. I like case studies. I like stories of people you serve versus the houses you sold. Um, but that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people overthink the content creation. And we do like all kinds of videos. Um, but people do usually gravitate towards three or four different types of types of videos uh, based upon their strategy. So that's actually, that's right on. Um, what do you guys think? Um, and here's the thing with video, you mentioned something important. 
you can't like people, are, oh, I just posted a video. Like I hate when agents do listing videos, but they're not in the damn video. So I'm like, yeah. what the, you, you just branded the damn house. You forgot to brand yourself and no one noticed yep. your small little logo on the bottom. So talk to me about that and the importance of being in the video. Absolutely. Well, everything marketing, when people talk about marketing, what is marketing? It's marketing yourself. How do you do that? To get people to like you. How are they going to like you if they don't see your face and your mannerisms and how you talk? You know, there's, I, I grew up in North Dakota. So after I have usually a couple drinks, that accent comes out real <laughs> thick, but anybody else that's in the area that hears that, that knows that are like, are you from the Midwest? And all of a sudden, boom, there's a connection. Um, whether they're in the industry or not, I mean, they want to connect with you. So that is why video is so important and putting your face on things, um, it, it draws people in, it makes them build trust, which that's marketing. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what do you say when they're like, Oh, well, I don't like the way I look. My face, <laughs> I, I'm ugly. I'm fat. My face is made for radio. Like if you have a client, like, do you just like go in your hot in your house? Like the client shows up, he's got a million bucks to spend and then you don't get out of your fucking car because you think you're too fat. Right. Yeah. Well, that's exactly like, they're, they're still going to see you at some point. They're not going to, you're not going to be able to do the entire transaction without them seeing you, you know? So it might as well go, go out there and have a lot of fun doing it. You know, let's, let's actually flip the script. I would rather, uh, what do you think pisses people off more who you really are? or when you show up and your glamour shots on the website or the business card that they had, and then they don't know who yep. the fuck that is. They're like, who the fuck is this chick? Like, dude, I didn't hire that right? motherfucker. Like, who the fuck is that? People are like, what the hell is going on, right? So like, oh but look, if you're an agent with a headshot from 10 years ago, like you are that person. Like yeah. people yeah. and content creation is just more impactful. And you're just talking about different ways. Like Facebook started out with just text, then it went to images. Now it's in video and all the platforms are there just because the way we communicate online has changed. Video is still the most impactful. That's why it works. It's the one that people remember the most. Um, a video is more effective than um, a text. Absolutely. It's building trust. You're looking good. And, you know, whether you think you're ugly or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, you are the face of your business, especially in real estate. I mean, and think about where you connect with people. Do you want to work with an agent that's always dressed in a suit and tie? Like, is that the person? Because some people, yes. Yeah. Or do you want to uh, meet with somebody in a blazer or in a t-shirt with cowboy boots? You know, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're at. You're going to connect with the same people that you should be working with anyway. If you prefer some um, some gal that rides a horse with a t-shirt and cowboy boots on, and then you're looking at a real estate agent that has a suit and tie, probably not the best fit. Yeah. Or somebody that's dropping the F-bomb and that offends you, probably not a good fit. It's all about that. So it's a little bit of a pre-scan um, yeah. to see who you are lining up with in business. Yeah, just, like totally. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Sophia. Just algorithm wise right now too, video is being asked of us right now. Video is so big right now. So if there's an agent who hasn't done video, I mean, there is not a better time right now than to do it because the algorithm is literally rewarding those who are willing to go out there, putting themselves out there and put themselves on video. Every platform wants it right now. It's it's dire. So why do, I, could just, I mean, I can there's so many people that are still scared to do it. It's crazy. Like we have some people <laughs> that aren't good on video when they start and they get better as they go, like anyone else, but mm -hmm. they're like little celebrities in their markets. And it's not like oh, their yeah. content's even that good. Like here's what it comes down to at the end of the day, it's differentiation. So you're either on video, yep. you're not. And if there's two people standing next to each other, two agents, if you're watching a video, I'm holding my hands up. This agent has a YouTube channel with like 30 videos on it. And this agent has 
no YouTube channel, no videos, or this agent has a website with a lot of content on it, or this agent borrowed their brokers, or this agent has uh, anything online about them and this agent you can't find. In every case, the person who doesn't know you is going to hire the one that's more accessible. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How Absolutely. You, then why, why is it so hard for people mm -hmm. to like start creating content? Like I, I tell her, this is the new form of marketing. Lead generation, prospecting, that shit's out the window. Um, mm -hmm. Your boy Zillow's throwing you guys under the bus. And what they're really doing <laughs> is they're like, they're going to turn into a referral model. They're brokerage. So they're going to be your competitor. They always have been your competitor. Just a lot of people have not been able to build their own business and they had to rely on somebody else, which is nothing more than a hand house of cards waiting to fall and fail. So um, where's business come from? People, you know, you have your own brand. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we wanted to provide something where when you start hitting record, you're like, oh, what, what do I even talk about? I don't know what people want, da, 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 da. We, provide, we perform a, or give you a platform where we give you the ideas. You can brand it if you want. You can put your picture on there or you can look at it and say, oh, people don't know what the word escrow means. You know what? I'm going to do a one minute video and I'm going to break down what the word escrow means. You know, just little things like that. It's such a, it's such a nice way to get your mind going. Because totally. when you're in this industry and you talk to real estate agents and lenders all damn day long, you know, you take for granted what we know. Oh, a yeah. lot of people don't know what escrow means, you know, like make a lenders fun video, do that. whatever. Mm -hmm. Mortgage brokers are horrible at that. Like they talk on their <laughs> social media profiles, like the general consumer understands what underwriting right. means. They're like, oh, I got a CTC. What the fuck does that mean? You're to close. Like, how am I supposed to know that if I never bought a house? People yeah. do that all the time. So you, get, you have to dumb down your communication and it's yep. more in the form of story, guys. Um, let's get into this hashtag thing. Um, people on, on uh, IG, like what kind of hashtag should we be using? Yeah, so, you know, hashtags are just phenomenal. It's one of the top ways to be found, especially on Instagram, but also on Twitter, on Facebook now is really taking a little bit. Um, and you all look at a couple different things. If you don't have your own hashtag as an agent, get one today, start one today, share it with all your friends, share it with your clients. Um, we have a fantastic, actually, we have a, an agent group that works with um, military appreciation. So they have their own hashtag for military appreciation. And everyone Good. does that. You go and you click on that story, you see all these beautiful military stories, people that they've helped, and everyone on their team who's helped. So it's a great way to continue to market yourself and push yourself out there. Um, some other hashtags you should be taking a look at. Um, if you are connected with your brokerage, definitely use your brokerage hashtag on there. People find you that way. But I say the most successful one when it's going to come to agents and, and hashtagging, it's going to be geo-modified hashtags. So that's going to be based off of your location. So instead of doing hashtag real estate agent, do hashtag Chicago real estate agent, do yeah. hashtag your zip code, do the school district. Um, if there's a really big popular street, do that street on there, do things where people are going to find you and you're going to be more in your niche or in the area that you want to farm in. That's really what you want to look for. You can do that in stories. You can do that in reels and videos on your post. You can do them anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's what's so funny is you, you always hear location, location, location with real estate, but it's the same way on social media. You, <laughs> those locations and start farming your areas of where you're most known for, especially if you are doing some of those videos on tips or sharing about neighborhood spotlights, you want people to be able to find you easily. And how much, what's the cadence? Like how often should I, do I have to post? Um, that's a question we always get, isn't it? What's, which is too much, which is not enough. How many people <laughs> actually see your content? Uh, walk yeah. them through algorithm and how that all works. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have a little bit of a different philosophy here um, with Connect Social Pop and we do believe so I can give you all the great statistics on you need to post every day and you post on your story 10 times a day and you do all these different things. But at the end of the day, what we found to be most successful is consistency. So if consistency for you is three times a week, do it three times a week. If consistency for you is every morning, do it every morning. 
all of these social media platforms, what they want more than you posting is your consistency. And if they start finding the pattern and the rhythm that you're doing, they're going to reward you at those times when you're posting. Um, so whatever that is, get a routine down for yourself, put it in your calendar um, and just get that routine going. Cause that's what they would really want to see is consistency. Is there uh, any penalty with pre-scheduling posts for mm. someone that doesn't have time? Uh, should they schedule posts? Is that a good idea? And how do you go about doing that? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, we've seen every which direction. We've seen people who've done really well with it. We've seen people who haven't done as well with it <laughs> on those on those realms. Um, what we've seen most importantly is that all these platforms are very selfish. Um, they want you all to themselves. So if you are posting on Instagram and then you're sharing to Facebook, they don't love that as much. They want you to go on that platform and post directly. You're going to get a little bit better on there. Um, but we've also seen some great stuff with scheduling. Um, we do use Canva for a lot of our templates. And on Canva, they have a scheduling app on there where you can go ahead and schedule out all your posts for the month. Um, we haven't seen a huge hit on them. Um, more importantly, it's following up on those posts. So once that post gets scheduled out and you have someone commenting on it, go back and comment on those posts. Even if that's a day later, that's still great for the algorithm. Make sure you're going and you're, and you're being a part of the community. All of these platforms want to create a like-minded community with whatever community that you're creating. So if you're going back on there and you're, you're you know, loving people stuff that they comment and, and giving a funny, silly comment back or doing a fun gift back, that's what they want to see. They want to see that you're interacting with their community and building up their platform. What about like third-party posting tools? A lot of people like to take shortcuts um, and use like a third party that could hit all of them in one press. Is that a good idea? Um, typically, no, you know, when <laughs> you do it to save time, absolutely. Is it going to be a huge hurt to your platform? We don't see it to be anything completely major or catastrophic, but is it recommended to do individual posting? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Nice. Definitely. Nice. Um, let me, um, um, Let's get offline a little bit. Yeah. Um, because you guys also do this thing with Popeyes. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, like people, you can't just be on social. Like social is part of the equation. So right. like our whole thing is our whole thing is multiple channels be everywhere all the time. So like we'll run people's ads on social. We'll run what the videos will do if they want us to. So we'll run the ads. That, but that social media is just one platform. Yeah. Um, we also have to, we run that, we video email their videos to their database. So they're hitting them through email. And then we also like direct mailing their database once a month so that we're hitting them through print as well. Um, walk me through the omnipresence importance uh, so that people like get this because it's not like, yes, you could have a really good career on, on social, but like Facebook users are going down. Like I know I'm not on it as much as I used to be. And that's, that's not like, you see the engagements way down on Facebook. Four years ago, I used to get 5,000 views in an organic video. Now I'm, I get, if I get like 400 or 500, I'm like, great. You know, and we create a lot of content, but the whole overall reach has gone down. I think people are moving more to either IG or TikTok or some of these other channels. And for whatever reason, people are pissed off at Facebook for many reasons. But um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, wh where is it going? Because it's not just about social. Like you can't just do Facebook. So let's walk through the multitude of everything that you guys just take on that. Absolutely. You know, we get asked that question all the time. What's the best form of marketing? It's constant. That's the biggest thing. And really the shitty answer is all of it because everybody's going to respond differently to every type of marketing. So yeah, you can, you can be on social media and be amazing at it and post consistently, you know, all that all, using the perfect hashtags. That's cool. But Hey, guess what? My mom isn't on that. My dad isn't on that. Yeah. You know, my kids make fun of me because I still have a Facebook page. <laughs> it's, you know, not that anybody who's selling my 16 year old house or anything, but you know, this is where our, this is where the new generation is going. So I think what a lot of people really 
probably miss out on is kind of the old school methods of, hey, you need to send something in the mail. When you meet with somebody or talk to somebody, you're going to need to send a thank you card. You're going to need to do that sort of thing. Um, you know, you're right. You need to spend, send something out in the mail once a month, um, email a couple times a month, um, yeah. posting daily, all that other shit. But what we really, really love and people have a great time with are these Popeyes. So if you're not familiar with a Popeye, it's just like a monthly little um, inexpensive gift with a fun tag that you drop off at people's houses at their work just to let them know like hey I'm thinking about you you're still one of my a clients if you will and it reminds them like oh shit like this person actually showed up at my job to drop off like a little fun thing for me to have and I'm at the top of their list so that's going to make them remember them of course and refer the shit out of them yeah and it's physical right yeah. It is. So it like, is. you can't people like think about how we communicate you guys. It's like, um, I always tell direct mail is still my number one. I love direct mail because you get a hundred percent receivership rate. The problem is it's expensive. Yep. Um, whereas social doesn't cost you anything just to post yep. on your Facebook page or whatever, but direct mail will, you got to pay print if you're, if you're going to use it, but it'll also be the smallest list or audience that you'll ever broadcast to or send content to. Um, but don't forget the inner changeability of it. Like everyone gets it. You can't say that. Not everyone's going to see your post. Not everyone's going to get your email. Not everyone's going to see any bit of communication you outbound besides direct mail. And whether they throw your Popeye in the trash or to seed packet, wherever the hell it is, or flag mm -hmm. from 4th of July, um, they still took acknowledgement of your existence. And that's very powerful for branding. Absolutely. And you know what? They're seeing your face and that's when you get to kind of BS with people, even if you're just bebopping by their work or their house. And what we see a lot are the clients that receive these is they're going, oh my God, my agent just stopped by and dropped off this cute root beer float packet or whatever it might be. And they're like, oh my God, and they're posting that on social media. They're tagging their agent. They're tagging all the stuff, which is fantastic. So that helps the agent in a bazillion different ways. Because if somebody asked that person, hey, who do I use? I'm looking at selling my house. It's worth a bazillion dollars they're going to say, oh my God, I have the best agent. They keep in contact with me every month and I actually see their face or they have an assistant drop by whatever. And they've thought of me every single month. And you know, that is something um, when people are talking about, well, yeah, well, how often like quarterly or do I send something out like a pie at Thanksgiving? Yeah, you can do that. But again, consistency, if you're hitting these people every single month, I mean, that speaks volumes and people remember, and then yeah. they're keeping the little funny tags. And, you know, that's one thing we do with connect social pop is we provide you with a tag every single month. We come up with what your pop buy is. We come up with the saying, we have links to Amazon to buy the actual products. We have cheap products. We have expensive products. You know, it just depends on what you want your budget to be. And you don't have to go crazy. Some people think, Oh God, I have to get a plant and a planter and a da -da 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 -da, all this shit. And you do not have to like, you said you can drop by a seed packet like planting a seed blah 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 and come up with some stupid thing to say but hey you did it you actually yeah. stopped by and you're right it's not even about the gift or the little you know give that you're giving them it's nothing about that same with social media same with direct mail it really doesn't totally matter what you're saying you have so, to just be out there so are you girl ladies married we're both married okay yeah. so when your husband what would you rather have Let's put it a different way. Let's get out of real estate. What would you rather have? Uh, a letter, a note on the kitchen counter before your husband leaves, letting you know about a special night he planned out for you, thought signed by him in a surprise TBD, or would you rather have um, a new vacuum cleaner? 
Oh, fuck you one all day. <laughs> even this, even, not I mean vacuum cleaner. It's get a better gift. It could be a freaking necklace. It could be a ring. Right. Sometimes it's the thought that counts that people really care. So it's not the cost of the gift. Right. You know, you don't have to buy someone a freaking $500 purse to get their appreciation. You just need to make her show, show that you care. It's, you know, that's so true. I'm glad you bring that up. This morning I went outside and I'm watering the flowers and I go to the big flower beds and I'm watering them and I look down, I see two little garden gnomes that were not there yesterday and they're naked garden gnomes like laying there and the like <laughs> boobs are out and the penis is out and like, I'm like, what? And my husband bought them online and just put them in my little flower garden and didn't say a word. And so I just kind of came across them. I'm like, oh, look at that. He thought of me. But that's the same, yeah. same reality as what a pop by is. They thought of me. Most um, um, agents like don't keep it. It's like 80% of home buyers forget their agent's name in like six months. And I, we try to tell people every day is that you don't like you sell someone a house, congratulations. Like yeah. you spike the football when you sell them their third house or generate their 10th referral from that same client. That's when you spike the football, not after you get paid your measly $5,000 because each relationship should be valued at a minimum of twenty-five dollars to $30,000 because average person will buy three to five houses over the course of their lifetime. And that doesn't mm -hmm. take into account how many people they can refer you to. Right. So um, you don't need a large audience either. So people are most surprised of when they really start just farming their database with content, which is what we're talking about um, mm -hmm. through multiple channels, because every single one of them have the ability to defer you a deal. The mindset shift that agents have, they go like this. Oh, well, that person lives 45 minutes away from me. So I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to market them or stay in front of them that's so short-sighted that person has family and friends in your market you don't market and stay in front of your peeps for their direct business it's nice when you get it you do it for their fucking referrals and then you get their direct business as a byproduct of that if you Absolutely. switch your mindset and you start marketing for referrals it's different you stop thinking about what you're sending and you start thinking about why you're sending it because it's all about hey help send me business you have to become more referable how do you answer agents? I'm not a brand. I'm a fucking person. I'm not a brand. How do I, I can't market myself. That's annoying. That's what everyone says. Who do yeah. they hire? <laughs> when they start saying shit like that, you know, we start, um, everybody has something special about them. I don't mean be, be generic over here, but really, I mean, when, when you start digging down and saying, oh, you were in the military or, oh, you were a single mom that was doing it all yourself for years, blah, 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 blah. Every life experience that you went through is a different way to market yourself. Do yeah. you want to be the divorce or the divorce real estate agent? Shit, maybe. You don't have to be, but you could be, you know, yeah. it's, it's all these different little niches that you can get into that people don't realize like, Oh, I play softball or I do baseball every Thursday afternoon or whatever it might be. Guess what? Those are all niches of categories that you can totally market to. We had um, a guy um, branding his um, strategy yesterday for video strategy. And um, uh, he's probably listening to the show. So hope you don't mind me. Um, giving this example, but it's ex clearly explicitly stated. I can use you as an example anytime I want. Uh, but <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so he's, he's into golf. Okay. He's into golf. That's what he does. Um, he's in the Winston-Salem area and um, we had to come up with a video show. So I like to build a show for people and the show becomes their excuse to tell people what the fuck they do for a living, but they mm -hmm. have to do it in their way. So I know he's into golf. Right. I also know that he raises funds. Uh, fundraisers. He raises, he helps people who are less fortunate. 
So he's a good guy. I also know that um, he shares a story about how he used to be an alcoholic and he came over it. Every single one of those were represented by one word. It was called drive. The name of his market, the geographic area is called triad. So we ended up coming up with a show called driving triad. And now he could talk about the three things like you mentioned. And his three things are going to be golf tours, because that's what he likes to do, where all his business comes from, fundraiser activities, food drives, fundraiser drives, um, and then um, the community, because it's very spread out. So he has a drive to each different location, and the triad is in three different cities. So we already have his branding strategy. The point being is that he'll never run out of things to say, but each time he'll be saying it in his way, because he's created an excuse and a strategy to go out there and remind people of his story and whom he is. And best part about it, he's excited about doing it. So you have to know, you have to dial in your brand yes. and know how you communicate because you can't just check a box off it, right? You can't just be like, oh, you can't borrow someone else's. Yeah. What's what most agents do with their brokerage. That's why it falls on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. So how does someone identify? What should I talk about? Well, yeah, I'm a mom. I'm a dad. I'm a dude. <laughs> what do you, what do you pick? You know, that's the hardest part people have uh, when we meet with them. It's the same thing. So how do you guys overcome that? Yeah. So it's really digging down. What do you like? Like I can look down and say, uh, what do I like to do? Well, I like to drink a lot of wine. Okay. And this isn't like, Oh, I'm a housewife and I drink wine to cool down at the end of the night. Like I love wine. Um, what do I eat with wine? What do I do? You know, it's, I cook with wine. Usually, you know, I'm drinking it, I'm pouring it in as I'm, you know, doing all that stuff. So it's, what are your interests? What do you like to do? What did you want to be when you were growing up? Uh, where did you excel in high school? You know, there's all these other things of what are your interests? What do you like to do? You know, you can dig deeper. I like that. Let's take the wine thing. Let's give some examples. So let's do wine thing. So like here could be yeah. some like content posts. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe if you like wine, you have two bottles of wine in your post and one mm-hmm. is a boxed wine. And then one is a $40 bottle. Yeah. Well, selling your house with a flat fee brokerage is like drinking this boxed wine. And the other one, see what I mean? I could use wine as a comparison. Yep. Love um, that. Yep. So like, there's so many different ways people, you guys can go ahead and do it, but she's right. You pick your interest and just create content around it. Cause it's just an analogy. Right. And to make it fun, like you said, like you shouldn't hate what you're doing or like, oh, should I have to do another post or, oh, I have to think of something new or whatever it might be. Like you should have, I don't know, some personality about it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You have to, otherwise it just doesn't work. Well, you can't yeah. create content to check a box. You have to create content that creates impact yes. and that people actually like will respond to. That's why no one, you ever notice when people post just list and just sold, it's like the only people commenting are like the mortgage broker trying to get their business the title rep who wants them to close at their office and then the exp broker who's trying to recruit them oh yeah or the other broker absolutely. trying to recruit them it's never it never fails um well that's because you're creating you're only speaking to those people yep. yeah yeah and uh, you know the only contrary to that is if they are doing the videos if they're doing all the things that we've all suggested here today and they do a just listed or a just sold and then they have a ton of people commenting and stuff like that because they've built their brand on not just generic stuff on not just video on not just one thing or the other they've hit them from every angle from showing up at their work and dropping by a Popeye to direct mail to social media to doing all that stuff that's when all of the engagement happens when you're doing it right doing all the things what if you're like a mom 
And instead of like getting in front of a whiteboard and telling me about closing costs, why don't you teach your kid about closing costs and dumb it down so much that even he understands. And at the end of that, you could be like, see, that was so simple. Even a five-year-old can understand it. If you really want a yeah. simpler way of doing real estate, why don't you reach out to me and I'll make it easy on you. Something like that. Like it just, you could sell your stuff as long as you do it through your authentic voice and your brand. No one would care. Right. It's when they feel like you're got a used car salesman, like personality mm -hmm. type attitude in your slick suit um, that people are like, oh, that's sort of gross. Right. Right. And, you know, you can put the different spins on it. Like, you know, we always talk about, oh, what does escrow mean? Um, so we have a client right now and she's bilingual. So she speaks English and Spanish. So we were having a meeting with her and I said, well, how do you say escrow in Spanish? She goes, escrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, <hilarious>. you know, <laughs> I was like, well, that backfired. That could be but... the whole damn video. Exactly. So today I'm going to teach you how to say escrow in Spanish. Do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. Escrow with her. Yeah. Beautiful escrow with the R, the rolling R. That's funny. That could be it. That's the video right there. That's it. And that, and that is one of her three things is she's a bilingual real estate agent. So that's that awesome. Sense. And that's how it niches down a little bit. Totally. She could just literally go through real estate terminology, English and Espanol. I like that. Uh -huh. That's good. Um, yeah. any, uh, other closing thoughts you guys, uh, want to mention on it? Did we cover it all? Anything else that, um, um, you think that our users or listeners can, uh, benefit from here? Well, you know, we've covered social media and then we've covered pot buys and direct mail and all that other stuff. Sophia, do you want to talk about the the importance of a website? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that. And, and Mike, I think you touched on it earlier too. If you're looking at two different real estate agents up here, as I'm holding up my two fists, and one is looking way more professional online than the other one, you're probably going to go with the one that's more professional. I mean, a lot of these home buying stuff, this is some of the biggest, you know, events that are going on in people's lives. You want something you can really, really trust. So having an online website, um, what we found is sometimes that agents will um, get a website, but it's an all do it yourself. And then they never end up building it. Right. Or you don't want to learn the technology behind it because you have all these other things you get to do for all these real estate homes. Right. So um, these websites are really nice. It gets you more professional. It's not just your social media platforms. It's a whole new way to have, it's almost like a little online resume. It's all about you it has your bio. It's not from Zillow. It's not anywhere else. Um, and as I said, we do, we can connect MLS um, services to it, which is fantastic. They update every three minutes. They're amazing. But even more so than that, which I think works directly into all these different social media platforms and hitting them from all angles, is that we have a spot on there for testimonials. And this is not just to put your testimonials on there, but where you want them to review you. Do you want them to leave it on Facebook or on your Google page or on your Zillow page or on your realtor.com page, wherever you want it, we're going to keep asking for those testimonials over and over and over again. Because we found, number one, of course, it's a referral-based business, but they want to see new referrals. They want to see fresh referrals. They want to see it regularly. And Google's also starting to index all of these testimonials as well. Um, so we kind of have that main spot where it's a quick link. You can send someone a, a quick link. They have access to every one of your uh, review channels to make sure that you're seeing at the top. Yeah, no one goes to your website to look for properties for sale. And if they do, like they're just stumbling there, but they're not like, like, I don't know, I just don't get it. Like, I'm gonna go to Zillow for that. Like, why are we gonna even try to compete against Zillow in that sense? Like they just, I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar company. Like, trust me their UI and their website is very nice for a reason because they, they so you're not going to compete against it. Where you will compete is through personal relationship. Um, so I don't think people need really need IDX on site. Some people prefer to use them uh, and have some SEO advantages if you really know what you're doing. But um, overall, I don't think it matters, to be honest with you. I think it's more important just to have your face on the site, it video is. on it, show demonstrating you're likable more than anything, I think. Yeah. But, 
and in a centralized place to know, I mean, on the centralized place, you have all your social media platforms connected. You have all of your phone number and your most up-to-date email address on there. So you have just one spot online where you know that everything is going to be congruent with your entire brand, um, which yeah. is important. So, yeah, I agree. I think you have to have a website if you haven't on any online presence, but like you always have to link back to your site too, regardless of what you guys are doing. Hey, visit my site. Like it's your business card today. Um, that's exactly what we call it. Actually. That's so funny. <laughs> we're in sync. It's called ESP. Well, um, I appreciate the, uh, tips today. I think, um, you know, if you guys have any, uh, more questions and or whatnot, what I'm going to do is, uh, let these ladies tell you how to find them, but I uh, want you guys go ahead and uh, do that. Yeah, absolutely. You can find us all online, connectsocialpop.com, exactly as it it sounds. Um, If you also want a free seven-day trial, which is really cool, you can just type in the word dude, because obviously this is the best show ever to get your real estate (laughs) If you just type in the word dude, you get a free seven-day trial to make sure it's going to work for you, make sure it's going to serve you, serve your platforms. Um, That's the best way to find us, connectsocialpop.com. Cool. Well, we appreciate you guys and appreciate your insight. We appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need any help creating and building your brand, specifically with video, let us script, edit, and distribute your content for you. It's only one way you really stand out, and that's through your personal brand in this business. Because the truth is, you guys are all selling the same fucking MLS listings that everybody else is. And the only thing that they remember versus you versus your competition is how you do business, not what you do. So that's what we'd like to help you with. Um, you can visit us at realestatemarketingdude.com, realestatemarketingdude.com. And ladies, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on and thank you for listening. Uh, connect with us on social, Facebook, YouTube. I'll eventually get my TikTok going. But um, until then, find me on the main channels, YouTube, IG, and Facebook. And visit our website, www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We will see you guys next week's episode. Have a good day. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.